This is Monday Morning Meditations number five on the Rising Man Podcast with Jetty Azuma. Use the force, Luke. Welcome back, risers, to the Rising Man Podcast. My name is Jetty Azuma, and I am the host and creator of this show. Today is number five of our Monday Morning Meditations installment. And if you guys haven't heard any of these yet, the purpose behind these Monday morning doses of wisdom and inspiration is for me to have the opportunity to share my experiences, my insights, the wisdom that I have accumulated along my journey and provide it and share it with you. Because I've been on this journey essentially for the past 10 years of my life, really diving in over the past five to six years. And I have encountered some of the wisest men, some of the strongest, most admirable, honorable men in my life, and have transmuted so much of that wisdom into the work that I do now. So if you are listening to this, I hope that you're feeling inspired. Hope that some of the words that come through on these Monday morning meditations trigger something within you so that this dialogue about what it means to be a man in the world today is starting to spread to different corners and regions of the planet. So before I jump into today's topic, make sure you mark your calendars. The Rising Man Fire Circle number two is on the books. It's locked and loaded for August 4th. It's going to happen on a Saturday from 2 to 3.30 Pacific Standard Time. You can get more information about this event by joining the Rising Man Facebook group. Go to facebook.com slash groups slash the Rising Man. There's going to be announcements and reminders coming up as the date approaches. And if you're not a member of the Rising Man Facebook group or you already are, then just stay tuned in and you can get more information on that to come. But this is where we're jumping on a Zoom video conference with men from all over the world to share our experiences, our challenges, our triumphs, everything that we're facing in our lives and deepening the dialogue of what it is to be a man so that we can move one step ahead on our journey to be the men that we want to be. So make sure you mark your calendars for that. The first one we had was just two weekends ago and it was a powerful, powerful, power-packed event. So I hope to see as many of you there as can make it. Without further ado, the topic for today's Monday morning meditation is the dark side of man. So let's start with the expectations that society puts on our men these days. What are the expectations that society has for us as men out in the world? And this is a general discussion. This is a broad stroke over what society wants men to be. First of all, men must be strong. This isn't just physically strong, like muscles and able to lift cars and things like that, but emotionally and mentally strong and capable. We expect our men to be self-reliant and independent. And this goes back to what we talked about a few weeks ago on the Monday morning meditations about hunting alone, the lone wolf, the lone ranger, the self-made man. Being self-reliant and independent is highly valued characteristic of masculinity in our culture. To be successful, to be in charge, to be powerful. How many times do you think of the word powerful when you think of the typical expectations we have of our men? Confident, unyielding capable, the social expectations that lead men to deny their truth. If I hide behind this false facade of strength, power, capability, then I'll be safe. Then I'll belong. Then I'll still have value to my family, to my community, to the people who depend on me to be that rock. And 
the issue I have with these expectations is that it builds up an expectation for men that boys or young men see and internalize. This is the man I need to be. This is the man I need to be in order to be loved, accepted, and to belong to my people. Prolonged suppression of one's truth, meaning not being seen, listened, and heard for how a man truly is. Almost the universal outcome to this is anger, frustration, and ultimately a breakdown. And this is the problem that I have, is that there are unrealistic expectations we have hoisted upon the shoulders of these young men that are coming into the world to be something that isn't genuine, that isn't authentic. Yes, being strong, being powerful, being independent are valuable characteristics of an individual, a adult person in our society. But if we only preach about that, if we only broadcast that version of masculinity, then that is the only thing that young people are going to see and take on to themselves. And so I would argue that the dark sides, quote unquote, of masculinity are rooted in our failure to witness our men and to let them feel supported and accepted for who they are. You guys have been listening long enough. This is my whole message is we as men get to be vulnerable. We get to find and create spaces that are safe for us to take our mask off, to say what's really going on, to be in tune with the full spectrum of our experience, and to not be in those dark, scary, uncomfortable places all by ourselves. We get to feel supported. We get to accept men for who they are, for what's real, what's genuine. And there's nothing more attractive than somebody who's being authentic, somebody who's being transparent in what they're experiencing. Whether you're a coach or a psychotherapist or somebody who's trained to know people and the psyche of people, we all have a radar for bullshit. (laughs) We know when somebody is not being genuine about their experience, about what they're feeling. And even though we can feel that from somebody, I think as a society, generally speaking, we've become conditioned to let that be okay. Either consciously or unconsciously, if somebody's putting on a show, we'll just say, okay, that's just them not being genuine and accept it. But my greater message to all of us is let's create a new standard. Let's create a new standard of what it means to show up as a member of our society, to be genuine, to be transparent. And I'm not saying, again, that you broadcast your feelings and your emotions all over Facebook and Instagram. No, this is this is more about creating containers and spaces that can hold you for who you are, for who you genuinely are at a root core level so that your soul can experience the fullness of life and not have to compartmentalize or consolidate or suppress parts of you that want to be exposed to the surface for healing. And so what happens for us men who have these parts of ourselves that we don't expose to the light, that we don't let anyone else see, is that we start to fill the void with toxic expressions of masculinity. We start to bring to the surface expressions and behaviors of masculinity that catch a really bad rap, that don't serve, that are, that are selfish, that don't contribute to society, that don't take care of other people, that we, we focus on taking care of ourselves. So what does that dark side of man look like? What is the, what is the dark side of masculinity, the quote-unquote toxic side of masculinity? The first thing that comes up to my mind is it's ego. It's egoic. It's the self-referenced man. Men have big egos. Let's just, let's just call it what it is. It's part of our survival mechanism is having a big ego enables us to, you know, to, to fluff out our feathers, to puff out our chest, to, to demonstrate our abilities out in the world. And a really healthy, tamed ego is a beautiful thing on a man. 
It's, it's a very powerful thing to see in a man. But when an ego becomes out of alignment or when an ego becomes more important than being of service to other people, that's when it becomes an issue. This is where we see a lot of our leaders in the world right now who are leading with their ego, who are broadcasting a false bravado to fill the void of doubt to fill the void of fear, to fill the void of uncertainty, fear that they're going to be exposed as a fraud, as an imposter. This is where this toxic ego comes to the surface. And we get to learn as men, because we all have an ego. Let's face it. I, I, I remember when a former girlfriend of mine said, you have such a big ego. And I called her out because I was like, I don't have any ego. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was I was 23 years old at the time and I had a massive ego. I just didn't want to face it. I didn't want to be exposed in that way because it was kind of my dirty little secret or so I thought. But we all have an ego. Every human being has one and men have some of the biggest egos on the planet. Part of our journey is to learn how to keep that in check, to learn how to tame our ego and know when it's called for. And, and be conscious of the moment that when our ego comes to the surface, whether it's being of service or it's not. Otherwise, it's going to look to be fed. It's going to look to be fed, to be bolstered up, to fill some sort of void that we have within ourselves. So that's one element of the dark side of man that I see is a massive ego that's out of check. Another one is failing to take responsibility, blaming other people for our circumstances. One of the universal messages we've gotten from the interviews on this show is that taking ownership of everything in your life and taking responsibility for everything that happens in your life, whether you think that you're responsible or not, is the sign and the mark of, of a really evolved, really conscious man. And this victim place or, or where men start pointing fingers at other people, blaming, blaming politics, blaming the economy, blaming their neighbor for whatever is going on instead of taking responsibility and just getting to the solution part of it. This is one of the toxic sides of masculinity. This is one of the parts where we aren't stepping into our accountability, our ownership as a man. And again, you can see this in our leaders all across the world. You know, the ones that are pointing fingers at other people. To me, that's the dark side expression of masculinity. There's a, there's a painful, tormented side of masculinity that most people don't get to see. This is that wounded boy. The, the experiences that we've had earlier in our lives, whether we've been abused or neglected or shut down, denied, disrespected, indignified, these experiences we have become internalized by the boy who makes a story about them that this means I'm not lovable. This moment in my life means that I can expect this to happen everywhere else in my life. And a lot of men are living with that pain, that torment of old abuse, old experiences that may or may not have been their fault. But the story we have wrapped around them continues to carry along with us. And men don't often show or share that experience, that part of them that is shameful, that is feels dirty, that feels ugly, that feels like it won't be loved or received. And other things start to come to the surface, like this ego, this even violent behaviors. You know, the, the fact that we're not creating spaces for our young men, our, our men, men and boys, period. The fact that we're not creating spaces for them to share the fullness of their experience ultimately leads to an outburst. It leads to an outburst of violence, of anger, of aggression, self-harm. All of these problems that we're wondering, why are these issues so dominated by men? Here you go. If you've been wondering why that's happening, it's because we're not allowing men to experience the fullness of life and share it with other people. 
straight up. That is like the root base cause of it. If you want to find the central root of this problem, here it is. It's not creating spaces where men can be seen, listened, and heard, bottom line. And ultimately, a man who is living in his darker side of his masculinity or his toxic side, if you want to choose to use that word, you're going to see a a selfish, self-referenced behaviors where a man is looking for his own interest because he's still not feeling fully taken care of, fully accepted, fully received by the people around him. And that's what we all want. That's what we all want as humans. We just want to belong. We just want to be part of something. We just want to have a community, a tribe, a village to contribute to and to receive from. It's the most natural instinct we have as humans. And the way we've structured ourselves, the way we've organized and arranged ourselves as a society doesn't serve this basic need we have as humans. So what would be more masculine than learning how to tame our ego? What would be more masculine than learning how to rise above the temptations of the dark side, to rise above our impulses to lash out, to blame other people for our problems, to not take ownership of our lives, to be violent with people in expressing our anger and our frustrations? What would be more masculine than to return to being of service to others and rising above these challenges we have internally? these challenges that we all face in some form or fashion. To me, that's the mark of a man. That's the mark of a man who's decided that his life is more than just him. His life is about more than just himself. So I put that challenge out there. I throw the gauntlet down for myself first and for all of us men, boys, humans out there to create this culture where men rise above this dark side of masculinity. Acknowledge that it's there because it's there. It's always going to be there. There's always going to be a challenge or hurdle to rise above. I got called out by one of my one of the guys on my men's team who listens to every episode of this podcast. I'm sure he's listening right now. And he's like, you got some great content on there, Jetty, but you're not talking about the hard parts about masculinity. You're not talking about the dark side of masculinity that exists there. And I said, you know what? You're right, man. So here it is. Here it is. Here is the real dialogue. Here's the real talk about what it is to be a man. We all have these dark demons and devils and stuff that live inside of us, whatever you want to call it. And it doesn't have to be who we are. Every moment is an opportunity to choose something different, to choose to show up and to be a different way, a different version of yourself. So our action step for this week to take action on is where does the dark side of masculinity show up in your life? Think about it. Do you have one of those big flaming egos that is out of control, that's just blazing a trail everywhere you go? Do you spend a lot of time wanting to look good? Are you not taking responsibility for your life, being the victim, choosing yourself above others, et cetera? Any any of these behaviors that have been mentioned here, where does the dark side of masculinity show up for you? Then once you identify one, call a man. Call a man in your life or message him. Have a conversation about how this dark side shows up for you. Practice being real genuine, real honest. You can even tell that person, tell that man that, hey, this is going to be a different kind of conversation. I really want to jump into this because I'm ready to expose it, to share it with somebody I trust, and to move on from it. Set the context before you start sharing and then let it go. Let it out. Be genuine. Be honest. Say what's really coming up for you in that moment about this topic. And then invite that man to examine the question for himself. No judgment. Just listen. Be the space for that man. Whatever comes up, you may, you'd have no idea what that man might share with you. So be committed to no judgment. Just listening. And then at the end, you can mirror back to him what you heard. And see how that goes. 
This is what we get to do as men. This is what we get to start practicing is this level of vulnerability. I can't tell you how many times I start working with men for the first time and they say, this is the most honest conversation I've had with a man. Usually the most honest conversation they've had with anyone in their whole lives. And I work with adults. (laughs) I work with guys in their 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. Sometimes that first honest conversation they have doesn't occur until much later in life. So take action on that. Make sure you do it. Explore your dark side because we all have one, right? Even even Luke Skywalker was tempted to the dark side. So if he can come back from the dark side, then we all can do it, right? (laughs) All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this one. I hope it landed for you. Hope that it lit up and inflamed something in you that's going to challenge you to take action. Make sure you leave comments and feedback on these Monday morning meditation episodes. I'm really enjoying this. We're five segments in and the feedback has been great so far. So keep telling me what these episodes are doing for you. How are they impacting for you? What's landing? What's not landing? And your biggest takeaways from this discussion and also what you want to hear more about because I've got a lot of things that I want to talk about. The most important ones that rise to the surface, the cream on top, is what matters most to you, to you guys. So send those over to me, therisingmanpodcast at gmail.com, or comment live in the Rising Man Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash therisingman. Special, special shout out to Sean Offenbach this week. I know I mention him every episode, but Sean over at Infinite Melodics, M-E-L-O-D-I-X, went above and beyond for me this week. Sean, I really appreciate you, my brother. You are a gem. And a shout out to Erica Vargas, too, who also introduced me to you, man. So lots of love for all the support I get from my community, especially you, Sean. Blessings to everybody. And until next time, rise up and claim your destiny.